Welcome to The Pillars. I'm Sergeant Ackerberg here with Dr. Walker and Chapman Bridgem. Today we have the honor of interviewing Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, Khalith O. Wright. Welcome, sir. Thank you. It's great to be here. Whew. We are so excited and honored to have you. I know our entire wing is ready to hear this podcast. All right, and I'm excited. I'm excited to, uh, to talk to you all. And So we want to start with a softball question. We figured it'd be fun, something, because people want to find leaders they can model after. So the softball question to start with, Chief, is what did you have for breakfast today? Oh, wow. So today for breakfast, I had a little bit of coffee, straight black, no cream or sugar, and a banana. That is exactly what I have. That's amazing. <laughs> Any reason why you choose that? <clears throat> well, I'm not a big breakfast eater, uh, so I don't eat meat. I don't eat eggs. So typically, I have coffee mm -hmm. and uh, either some fruit or uh, a blueberry bavita cookie, mm -hmm. uh, which is oh. my favorite little snack. Okay. Very cool. So what does the first hour of your morning usually look like? So first hour of my morning, I normally am up at uh, zero 05. And okay. after I let my dogs out, I do a little bit of prayer, uh, a little bit of meditating, and then I plan out my day. So I have a one of those full focus planners, very detailed uh, kind of kind of uh, planning book, finger majig, mm -hmm. uh, whatever you call it. And uh, so I kind of figure out, hey, what are the three most important things I need to get done uh, during the day? So. Uh, and, and also typically write in there three things that I'm thankful for uh, today. So a little bit of gratitude that really wow. helps get my mind in the, in the right place. And then right about uh, 0600, I'm off to the gym, get a great workout in. Uh, so I'm a, I jump rope these days. That's my preferred no kidding. workout. Yes, sir. Okay. And, uh, do you go for time or, or for speed? For speed. Okay. So I do a little bit of kind of uh, hit training, so mix in okay. some some strength exercises and a little bit of speed uh, with the jump rope. Outstanding. Okay. I, Chief, I love that you mentioned that you meditate in the morning mm -hmm. and that you know the three things that you're thankful for because those are things that we've actually talked about mm -hmm. on our team in, in previous podcasts, uh, just to how it helps you jumpstart your day, clear your mind, create a focus for your day so that you, you can be successful. And I'm wondering, you mentioned that you, you tried to, to figure out what your goals for the day are gonna be, mm -hmm. three things you wanna accomplish. Would you mind sharing with us what those were today? So for today, uh, on a day like today, it's relatively easy because you know one of the, as, as part of the uh, figuring out my goals for the day, I review my calendar. Mm -hmm. And I figure out of you know the things that that I have to do today. So this podcast was one of them. Uh, having uh, AMA Reddit this afternoon uh, was the the, yeah. the the second goal, and my third goal was uh, centered around fitness. I wanted to make sure I got a good workout in uh, this morning because I missed yesterday. Okay, <laughs> outstanding. What happens on a day that you miss? Maybe going to the gym. Um, I feel I typically feel a little bit sluggish. Uh, I don't feel as energized, and I I seem to lose a little bit of steam in the afternoon. So it doesn't really affect me, you know. First thing in the morning, I'm typically busy meetings and whatnot. But uh, I think I can feel it mostly in the afternoons when I when I start to run out of steam if I don't get a good workout in. Okay. First thing in the morning. That's awesome because that's definitely one of our wing thing is we try to encourage the fitness and just how when you don't have fitness built into your routine, the effects that it can have. Um, increase on caffeine or poor choices you make later for nutrition. Yeah. Um, 
So we also opened our questions up to our wing to really get an idea of what what is our airmen wanting to ask you. Okay. So one of the questions we got were, um, we aren't machines, we're, we're, we slip up from time to time. Mm-hmm. How has failure shaped you into the leader you have become? Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, I started off failing in the Air Force. And uh, <laughs> so I came in, was pretty uh, undisciplined. I was, you know, like most 18, 19-year-olds. Uh, I just wanted to come in and, and hang out and, and drink and party and have a good time and really no goals, no direction or anything like that. So I used to get in a lot of trouble when I was a young airman. Hmm. And uh, I had a really good uh, supervisor at the time. He's really like my father today. Okay. And uh, became like my father back then and, and stayed that way. And uh, he helped me work through a lot of the challenges uh, that I had, uh, tons of letters of reprimand, letters of counseling, letters of admonishment. I didn't even know what that was back then. (laughs) And uh, one Article 15 went out during my my first deployment. And uh, I think all of that was a huge uh, lesson for me that helped, you know, uh, get me back on track. I'll tell you one of the most recent failures I had was um, when I was a senior master sergeant, uh, I worked for a chief that I didn't particularly care for. So after providing her with some choice words that I dare not repeat on your (laughs) uh, podcast, uh, I got in some trouble. So I got a bad uh, performance report and subsequently Mm -hmm. got a really bad um, uh, promotion board score. And uh, so I and I really at at that point, I thought my career was over. Mm. No kidding. And uh, I had a young senior airman. I was a senior master sergeant, young senior airman, walk into my office and called me a hypocrite. And, uh, oh, wow. Because basically he said, hey, you know, what, what happened when I got this bad report and I got myself in this in this trouble, I basically quit. So I went to TAPS and I, I had 17 years in. I don't know where I thought I was going, but I was I was in TAPS. And, okay. And um, and I think he noticed it and, and a lot of other airmen that worked for me noticed it. So he walked in and said, hey, uh, Sarge, I think you're a hypocrite. You always tell us to hold your head up, see it through, work out mm. your problems, work out your challenges. And now you're going through something and you're quitting on us. So hearing that senior airman say that to you, give you some truth, I, how did you re- respond to that? I kicked him out of my office. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really respected um, his ability to be frank and mm-hmm. his ability to be bold uh, okay. with me. But I did kick him out of my office. And, but I went home that night, and, and I realized, man, he was exactly right. And, and he helped me uh, really do a 180. So I got mm. back on track and, and, uh, and realized that I was the cause of many of my, my problems and, and that I needed that time to grow. So it, it ended up being about a three-year span before I got promoted. And, uh, you know, of course, during the three years, I wasn't like, wow, this is the greatest failure ever. <laughs> uh, but afterwards, I looked back, and I thought, yeah, I needed that. Need that time to grow, and, and uh, very, very thankful for that that young man. That's outstanding. So that was some powerful feedback yeah. that he, he handed you. So another question that we got is, uh, if you could go back and give advice to A1C Wright, what, what advice would you give him? Ooh, so if I could uh, give advice to, to my younger self, I would say uh, focus. Uh, dream big and, and focus. Uh, so... It, it turned out, I, I mean, I turned out okay uh, being, being in this role, but it's not something that I strive to strive for when I was younger. And I really did lack focus. 
you know, there's a part of me that says, hey, you should always live with no regrets. Uh, but again, if I could go back, I, I would. I, I wish I had been more focused as a young man and and, uh, and thought about you know some of the important things that I that I've come to realize today: the importance of character, having a positive attitude, being disciplined, you know, practicing excellence. You know, obviously one of our core values. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I was a basketball player, so I kind of understood teamwork a little bit but not from a military standpoint so so those are some of the things that i was missing and i would say collectively uh, i would i wish i was more focused as a young man so how does a young airman start to nurture and develop those traits so i, I would say the first thing is and and this is not uh it's not that difficult but it's not as easy i think for mm -hmm. for, for really for any of us is you know understanding your purpose so that's really mm -hmm. what i was lacking is you know, okay. I didn't, um, I, I wasn't quite lost in the wilderness, but, but I didn't realize, you know, why I was here and why I served and whatnot. So I think if a young person can really hone in on their purpose in mm -hmm. life, not just in the military, uh, I think they can begin to, to understand themselves and build some of those characteristics that ultimately lead to success. And having a great mentor is always helpful. Somebody that helps keep you on track. Absolutely. So, um, you mentioned some things you do for personal resilience. So every day you have these disciplines that are spiritual, physical, <coughs> etc. Mm -hmm. But we know last year you traveled a lot. You were in the office about 55 days approximately last year, give or take. Yes, so sir. you were out a lot. Mm -hmm. And we travel a lot for our 15 sites, so we understand that. And we know travel sounds really cool until you do it all the time. Mm -hmm. But the question we have isn't just about around resilience, but with your family. Mm -hmm. How do you maintain your family relationships with all of that travel? All right, so my wife actually um, travels with me about 60, 50, maybe 60% of the time. So that's oh, wow. extremely helpful. Great. Um, now, when we when we travel together, she typically is has her own agenda, and she goes and takes care of spouses and families, and then I go take care of uh, the military stuff, and then we normally meet sometimes for lunch and then mostly uh, for dinner. So, so that's really, really helpful when it comes to travel. There are times when, when she opts out uh, <laughs> and, and decides to, to stay home, so that's that's pretty helpful. All, all of our children are grown and out of the house, so uh, we just have two dogs. That, and my parents live nearby, and they, they take care of the, the little kids. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's wonderful. So, Chief, what purchase of $100 uh, that you've made recently has impacted your life the most? Hmm. Of a hundred dollar, a purchase of hundred dollars or less. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I would I would say uh, the book, The Go Giver. So mm -hmm. it was recommended to me uh, by by a colleague, and uh, once I read it, um, I mean I was just fascinated by these five uh, laws or principles of stratospheric success. Mm -hmm. Really, really by the first one, which is the law of value, which kind of speaks to. You know, your real worth is determined by how much you uh, add value to other people. And okay. it's something that I, like, ever since I read it, um, you know, I think about just on a regular basis, uh, always trying to figure out. And, I, I mean, I've, I've always uh, kind of known that in a sense, but it just really re reiterated to me the importance of adding value and giving to others and giving of yourself. And, and, uh, and you know, and... And the last law in this particular book is the law of receptivity. Hmm. And so, uh, you know, if you're going to give, 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 you have to be open to receiving as well because, you know, many times it'll come back to you. And, and 
Absolutely. sometimes in our attempts to be humble, we say no. <laughs> you have to take the praise, the compliments, right. what, what people give you back. Huh. Yeah. So how has that played out in your day-to-day life? Uh, it's played out in my day-to-day life. So one, um, I recommended and, and bought a copy of the book for each one of my teammates oh, great. Uh, that we work with. And, and we kind of talk through some of the scenarios uh, regularly, some of, the, some of the, the parts of the book. And so I think it's been extremely helpful from a team-building uh, standpoint and and then just like I said every single day I mean I think about uh, sometimes I think about when I'm uh, grabbing a cup of coffee then I, I make it a point to purchase a cup for the person behind me yeah. um, mm. if I have something you know I've recently discovered uh, and it got me in a little bit of trouble actually uh, Poshmark this is a uh, you know what that is <laughs> What's that? It's an app where it's kind of like the, a newer version of eBay, okay. where you know people sell stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a big golfer, so I bought a ton of mm-hmm. you know um, golf stuff on it one time. But there, you know, I thought about hey, I, I got all this extra stuff, golf stuff and clothes and, and, and things. Uh, maybe I should put them on Poshmark and make a couple of dollars. And oh, I said okay. no. I think I'll just take them to the Airman's Attic and. Mm-hmm. and uh, make sure some airmen have the opportunity to have some nice stuff. That's awesome. It is awesome. Kind of paint it forward. Yeah. Paint it forward, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So one of our favorite interview questions uh, that we try to ask is, if you could have a giant billboard anywhere with anything on it, metaphorically or just any message you could put out to the world, what would be on your billboard? Attitude reflects leadership. So, you know, obviously not mine, but uh, my favorite movie, Remember the Titans. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I must have watched this movie in the year 1999, maybe 2000. uh, But it's stuck with me ever since, that same scene of Julius and Bertier at the Mm -hmm. water cooler having their little squabble. Mm -hmm. And and, um, and him mentioning this, hey, attitude reflects leadership. And so I've always thought about it. I've always preached it. I've always... um, thought about it in terms of how I conduct myself that you know my my organization the environment that that I lead will go as I go if I'm positive if I'm uh, motivated if I'm encouraging then that's how the folks that are around me and and work for me will be and so I just think that's extremely important for all of us to understand Uh, you don't have to be the chief master in the air force or have any significant role you can be a young first-term airman uh, we're all leaders in our own right. You know, mm-hmm. it's not leadership is not really determined by position, and so also um, you can you can make a huge difference just by the way you carry yourself and the way you, uh, really the way you see life. Yeah, that's so true with energy. Yeah. Like when you have that positive energy, people are just like drawn to you. And when you ha- maybe having a bad day, it like repulses. Okay. <laughs> yep. Can push people. So we have just a couple more questions for sure. you. So books. So you talked about the Go Giver. It's a great book. And oftentimes, airmen are out there looking, you know, they've done their PME, and they're just looking for something else to learn for leadership. They want to move some uh, in some positive direction. So they like to hear what books you, you've read. So if you had to say maybe your favorite three books that you have, what would what are they? Okay, pound for pound, uh, absolutely my favorite book is The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho. Uh, so I love that book. I love the story. Um, I love the theme that once you discover your personal legend, mm-hmm. the entire universe conspires to help mm-hmm. you achieve it. Um, so I, that's number one book I, I like to recommend. 
Uh, from a leadership perspective, I also really like uh, Colin Powell's. It worked for me in life mm-hmm. and leadership. So lots of really great lessons. And I think you can open it up anywhere. It's not written sequentially, so you can open up any chapter and learn just a quick lesson about uh, how he uh, sometimes led on the battlefield, how he led as the Secretary mm-hmm. of State, as a politician and, and whatnot. Um, and then I also really like uh, John Maxwell's The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Mm-hmm. And so I think for, for folks who are maybe just starting their leadership journey, uh, is really good for just gaining a basic understanding of uh, these various laws uh, of leadership. And um, I, I kind of uh, refer to them sometimes during speeches and presentations. Uh, you know, so awesome. all three of those are really good books. I'll, I'll say it because the chaplain won't, but The Alchemist is one of his favorite books. <laughs> I, I overreacted in front of Pete yesterday. <laughs> he with, he in 16 out. years of asking this question, every visit I go to units and ask what are your favorite books just to create mm-hmm. an awkward question. Yeah. And as a chaplain, I have to make things awkward as much as possible <laughs> and walking into sections and interrupt people to encourage them to raise morale. Yeah. Uh, but that said, I've asked, I've never gotten that answer, but it is my personal favorite book. So thank I, you, you know, for I give a, I, I give a lot of them away, and now people actually start giving them to me, so I go places oh, great. and... and and uh, folks will give me a book and have a little, uh, you know, a little note written in it. And, uh, so, yeah, That's awesome. Good. All right. Well, now we know that you like to, to receive books, too, so yeah. keep that in mind. Right. Right. Well, Chief, we like to help our folks get to know their leaders and get to know them on more of a personal level because sometimes we don't get, get a chance, these opportunities to interact with our, our leaders, especially not the Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force. That's a, a rare occasion. So we like to know what is an interest or a belief that you have that's kind of quirky or weird? Hmm. Well, I'm a pretty standard guy, so, you know, I love to play golf. Uh, I'm a poet. I used to write no and kidding. do open mic poetry some, <laughs> some years ago. Um, you don't have anything that you're prepared to give us I don't now, have do anything you? I'm go ready to give you. No, <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm, I'm very interested. Just this past weekend, I almost purchased an electric guitar. I don't know how to play, mm-hmm. really? but I love jazz and blues music. And when I hear the, the electric guitar, I mean, it's something just moves me. So I, I drove to a, a music store on Friday. And man, I almost bought it. <laughs> and I thought to myself, man, my wife would kill me if I was. <laughs> not just, not buying it because it it was relatively um, inexpensive. Mm-hmm. But uh, the noise of trying to learn how to play <laughs> electric guitar for the place, so I know that yeah. what it's like to learn. Oh, yeah. That's great. But, uh, otherwise, uh, I'm a pescatarian, so okay. I only eat fish uh, these days. So my wife and I have been doing that for about. Uh, almost two years now, and uh, another thing that, along with the, the working out, mm-hmm. uh, man, I feel ten times better. So was, was able to get rid of some some long-standing health issues. Nothing too serious, but uh, some health and some skin issues. Lost some weight, and uh, was Great. able to get off the five-hour energy. <laughs> yeah, drinks. That cycle. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that that's good. So what you're saying is eating healthier helps you be less sluggish. Absolutely <laughs> in the afternoons and working out in the mornings. Helps yeah. with that too. So I tell you, it's a combination of fitness and nutrition mm-hmm. and sleep. I still struggle with sleep. I just have never, from, since the time I was a young guy, uh, you know, I've always been just a late night person. I kind of get more done late at night and I have trouble 
uh, going to bed early. I just wake up early. So if I go to bed at 9 o'clock, I wake up at 3 o'clock. And mm. That's more irritating than going to bed at midnight, waking up at 5, being a little tired. But but I do know that's an area where, that I need mm-hmm. to work. I need to to learn to, to go to sleep at night. Well, Chief, we want to thank you for coming to this podcast. Is there anything you'd like to share with just the audience? Anything you'd like to say before we go? No. So, uh, you know, other than thank thank you guys and uh, thank all of your listeners uh, for all of the, the, the support. You know, I'm a huge believer in the importance of resilience. And, and so I really like uh, what you guys do. I really like the idea that that uh, you use this as a as a means as a vehicle uh, to help help others uh, to improve their resilience uh, all around and maybe the last thing I would say is you know one of the things we don't talk often enough about you know we talk about um, fitness and mental the pillar the mental pillar and the spiritual pillar but that social pillar is is mm-hmm. extremely helpful for me mm-hmm. as well and uh, so I, I, I try to make sure I spend time around positive people that can uplift me. You know, I'm human like everybody else, and I go through uh, things. But having positive people around me, like my teammates and, and some of my friends that I hang out with, is, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world because, you know, you always need somebody to, to, to lean on. So um, mind your circle and make sure you have mm-hmm. a, a good group of friends that you can spend time with and share things with. Yeah, awesome. That social support is such a key yeah. aspect. Well, we want to thank you for listening to The Pillars, the podcast of the 363rd ISR Wing of the United States Air Force. I'm Chaplain Jim Bridgham. I'm Dr. Jerry Walker. And I'm Sergeant Ackerberg. And I'm Chief Master Sergeant Air Force Khalith Wright. Until next time, if you need us, reach out to us in the global address list or on Twitter. And we just want to thank you for what you do for our nation and have a great day. Booyah. Mm-hmm.